0: Please welcome your next speaker from VR First, <laughs> Furhan yeah. Oscon. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I would like to thank COSMO and VLA team for putting this event uh, together. It is a very amazing event and we are uh, pleased to be here with you. And we, are, would, we would like to share the, uh, what the future holds for VR industry and VR developers. Before talking about the future, let me bring you to the past and show you a photo taken at the very last VR event. If I could see the slide. It will be. <laughs> yeah, we could wait. Actually, uh, I will show you one photo and then we will share the presentation. Ah, okay. So, perfect. Okay, as I mentioned to you, let me bring you to the very last VRLA event and uh, let me share the photo taken in the very last event. VR First has started only six months ago at this very same menu, at this very same place. And on 23rd of January 2016, we have witnessed together how VR First came into life. At that time, we have announced the initial VR First Lab at Bow University. During these days, we have positive feelings that all VR society will embrace their future and VR First. Back then, we announced our plans about the VR First Lab at West Coast here. Six months later, now we are here again in front of you and thrilled to share the progress we have made so far. From the beginning, the interest has been so amazing that nearly every day, we have been receiving emails from different parts of the world. We reached more than one lab in the West Coast with a total number of eight labs in US. As you could see, we exceed our expectations. And on the map, you see the worldwide distribution of universities. Since the launch of VR First in January, we have we have reached 424 universities worldwide and they are expressing interest in VR. And 201 of them has expressed their interest and applied for VR First. And we have been proud to say that right now we have 14 confirmed labs worldwide. The huge interest of VR and VR First is really important for us, but it will not be meaningful without a well-constructed strategy. So we start working with a collective approach, and we, we really empower the students and developers in our own network. Our strategy is based on three main pillars. We provide equipment, VR headsets, PCs to the universities, with the support of VR First partners. And then we also structure a VR curriculum with uh, universities, and creating a global network uh, together. We foster VR developers to realize their own VR projects in this uh, network. In order to unleash this potential of VR community, education needs to be addressed. And in order to do that, we ask question uh, universities whether they are offering or planning a VR curriculum. And as you could see in the screen, 61% 61% of them has already been planning a VR curriculum. And 27 has said that they already start offering VR courses, which is a very exciting result for us. So, as you could see, the interest to VR is evident. However, the survey brings some disappointing results as well. According to the 201 universities that we have surveyed so far, 40% of them have said that they have HMDs and high-end PCs and 34% of them have only PCs, high-end PCs and 13% of the universities said that they have only headsets but unfortunately not, not uh, high-end PC As you can see here, the result is not good but the, the result that we, have, we will be sharing with you right now is much more striking When we look at the average, every university has only 1.5 headsets, which clearly shows that universities are under-equipped to implement educational goals and satisfy the VR industry demand of talents. In our opinion, VR equipment shouldn't be a luxury of a few if it wants to grow as an industry for the many. And a few months ago, a professor from one of the confirmed universities reached to me he was explaining that he was really sorry when his students with vr projects are begging for even one headset he told me that he sees vr first as a gateway to empower the students interested in vr so when we look at the distribution of existing headsets at university it is also interest it shows also interesting results for all of us and as you could see 67% of the uh, headsets are Oculus, and 15 are Samsung Gear's. 15, uh, 11 and uh, 11% are HTC Vive, and 4% are OSVR devices. The ratio of universities with AR devices is only 5%, while 24% has their own position trackers, controllers, and haptic devices. And we see that 14% of the universities have leap-motion devices. So, according to our calculations, we come up with another striking uh, calculation. And as you see, there is only one headset available for 51 students who are dying to make their own VR projects inside universities for this platform. Just imagine this situation in a classroom. You sign up for starting a VR project with your friends, and you see that you have to share the same headset with 50 other people. Having these actual numbers in mind, we could easily say that there is a very long path ahead of us. So the main question is, what should we do to meet this huge demand? While structuring VR first, Actually, we ask the same question to ourselves and set our goals accordingly. As you see, we start with establishing VR first labs in academic institutions. And right now, in the last six months, we expand gradually and we we started a global network. And with this global network of VR developers, we we start creating a VR development of knowledge base and uh, the huge... uh, development platforms for, for VR developers. And we help VR creators to become successful entrepreneurs. As you can see in the VR First Labs, we have our main priority is local accessibility. It should be accessible as a library for all the students in VR First Labs. And these labs should be also fully accessible to all VR development tools and of course hardwares. As I mentioned, we are positioning these labs as an attraction center. So regardless of what technology or platform that you are using, anybody who is interested in VR could easily be able to access these labs for free. Besides our focus areas, we have, we have, we have structured our VR first labs as a gathering places for VR developers in that region. Our initial lab Bow has only started six months ago and they have over 20 different events and trainings so far. So now imagine what kind of local and global impact that we could create if we have tens and hundreds of these labs in the near future. Right now our new priority and primary focus is enabling young developers to learn and experiment on VR. But gradually our learning community will evolve into content creators and then transform into startups, maybe in the future, and very big enterprises. We believe as the main drivers of the industry, we share the same vision. We invite you, whether you are a VR company, a headset company, a chipset manufacturer, or academic institution, or a developer to commit the same common vision. Together, we could make a difference. The participation of each of you enables more young developers to thrive. For those who are interested in this data, you could download our infographic from the press kit link. Thank you very much.